Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Joining us now on the program, rugby league great. He's a beautiful man. Platonic way. Named after one of the great rock and roll guitarists that share the same name. We're talking the Warriors. We're talking the Cowboys. Richie Blackmore joins us. Afternoon to you, Richie. Welcome. Good afternoon, Mark. Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, very well, thank you. Firstly, Warriors, six games. They've won four, they've lost two. They've only had the one home game. Have you been pleasantly surprised by the turnaround? That's a, that's a nice way of putting it, pleasantly surprised. Yes, I have. I thought um, the way they've started the year, there's a lot of players that have played above what I expected and, expected and, uh, of them. Um, probably the, the one that's the, the charge on that one would be Dylan Walker. He's a, I, I mean, he hasn't been a bad player. I think he's really uh, lifted his footy uh, whilst being at the Warriors. Um, his durability, his um, intensity, they're all the sorts of things that this Warriors side have found those wins on. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you that. I mean, we've all been frustrated as Warriors fans in previous years. We've had players with reputations on paper, but they haven't delivered on the field. What has been the significant shift this year from, say, previous seasons? Um, well, look, yeah, you could you could probably you could possibly package it in that that they don't have any key or, or, or sort of X factor superstar sort of blokes, which they have done in previous years and performed poorly, and that they all have to roll their sleeves up. Um, um, get get dirty, get gritty, and and work for eighty minutes, and that's kind of been their their DNA for this part, which is a, a, which is good to have in your footy. Obviously, having some extra X factor type players are a, a bonus rather than a necessity. And at the moment, the probably where we're, where the the question mark is still going to sit is around who are those X factors, and are they capable of doing it on a week to week basis? Yeah, that's it. I mean, I, a lot of there's been a lot of praise for Sean Johnson so far this season. I'm still maybe a little bit reserved in my judgment because I, I remember a softball coach Mark Sorensen saying to me, "Look, if you're going to be the man, be the man every day, be the man every week." And I guess, I, I guess maybe with what has happened in the last three or four years, I, I, I'm yeah, I'm still still just a little bit reserved in my judgment. And, and we're guilty probably as um, as uh, spectators, commentators as we watch the game because we're Kiwi, we're, we tend to sort of fall on this side of um, uh, sugar-coating our players because we want them to feel good, we want them to feel positive so that they can perform. But the reality is that our, the consistency of our football haven't been the, the best and uh, Sean Johnson, his um, inconsistency has, has hung around us. I mean, you know, often in your later years, you... you you see consistency as a, a, a more valued commodity than um, sparks of brilliance because you lose that uh, speed, the, that flair. So you have to, to, to compete in, uh, at, a, at a later age. You have to find consistency in your footy. Let's hope he, at, at, at this late age, I don't know what you're hitting for, 32, that he's found something like that and, um, and he can stay consistent for the, the duration of the year, which yeah. is good to see. Yeah, and in fairness to him, he's been very, very good through the six rounds. Look, they take on a Cowboys team tomorrow. There's going to be 20-odd thousand people there. Um, ticket sales have been brilliant. This is a Cowboys team that's very similar to the side that made the top four last year. They have somewhat struggled, and I guess 
that concerns me. You run through it. You've got the lives of Jason Tomalolo, uh, Jeremiah Nunai. Uh, uh, you go back, you've got Reese Robson, Mitchell Dunn, Chad Townsend. I mean, you go through it. Now, Peter Hicku, Valentine Holmes. It's a hell of a side on paper. How important is this game for the Warriors in the context of the season off the back of a loss against Newcastle, a Warriors side that looked tired? You know, look, I mean, the, the first thing that's going to jump out at you is that um, the Warriors rolled them not too long ago, like, like Newcastle, um, and as I say, they've got a, a point to prove there, an extra grind. Um, that's a motivation that, um, that that's going to be natural in the Cowboys' side. They've got a few bit, uh, boys back, as you mentioned. They're a good, they're, they're a tidy lineup when you start to, you know, you're, you're yelling out uh, Valentine Holmes as well as like six or seven down the down the picking, whereas once upon a time he was one of the best fullbacks in the in the competition, if not the, the best. Um, behind that, as you say, they've got a number of X Factor players. They've, they're a top four side on paper. They, they proved that last year when they stayed in their top four for the whole year. It wasn't sort of something of a Johnny come lately. Um, they would have been a team that would have been disappointed had they not made the top four on on the the, the form throughout the year. Um, they're going to be a big. Uh, yep, you're right. Also, they are playing terrible. They're, they're, when I say they're playing terrible, they're they're not doing a lot of things too wrong. They're just not playing the nice, smooth football that they were presenting, and they should be should be doing uh, this weekend, last week, and the weekend before that. Um, so, yeah. They're not going to chase it. I, I, I don't think they're panicked in their position on the table. Um, they'll find they'll find their feet, and um, you know, they'll be seen to this weekend um, as the, that that game to really sort of help them turn a corner. Yeah, and that's what does concern me. Did they turn the corner against this Warriors team? Uh, look, Richie, you, you've been with the Warriors. Um, you've been, you know, clearly a professional league player for a long time. Just just give our listeners some sort of understanding of just. How challenging it is for the Warriors having to jump on planes every week, having to go to Australia. It's not just a three-hour flight. I mean, you've got at the airport two hours before. Sometimes you've got delays. You've got to get off the plane at the other end. Uh, suddenly the climate's a little bit warmer. The smells are slightly different. I mean, we've only had the one home yeah. game so far this season. They did look tired last week. I mean, how difficult is it? You know, I, I think that the, the, the flight scenarios are, are, are one of the least problems for them. There's, look, there's no, no better motivator than people, people on their home home uh, soil and, and being them in Australia is a, is a fantastic opportunity that you could almost negate the, the, the if there's a difficulty in flying, then you've almost negated it. I think their biggest issue that the, the Warriors have uh, faced over the years is more to do with it because they're one team country they they were they've always struggled with the pressure of the idea that they have to have to and if they can't they 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 throw the they throw their tools in and it's sort of like quickly let's look to next week and so it becomes a, a bit of a um, the, the pressure starts to wear on on players and in the Warriors and they need to get that out obviously that's something that they have to deal with and understand that look I mean in the there's an opportunity you're flying out to Australia or they're coming over here to do the same for you you don't want them to do it you want to do the you want, you want to get the two points over on their pitch and you don't want them to steal it off you um, you know, and use those motivations to get any of the other stuff around the outside noise around, around uh, criticism. I mean, one of the things that those like we sort of, we, we've created a bit of a soft underbelly uh, scenario with the Warriors and that we, protect, we, we appear to protect them individually and collectively too much. We need to learn a little, or need to be better at just being a bit more brutally honest and they then need to be better at dealing with their brutality 
and getting on with footy because in the end, it's your, your performances of what's going to do the police. You can't go on into the media and start saying what you can, what you will do, and what you what you promise to do. You just got to get on with it and stay low, stay quiet, and 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 let the end result speak for itself and handle it. Okay, I, I just get your thoughts on the team news. So Tamari Martin out with a leg injury, Wade Egan with a head knock. They're the two big blows. Um, Mitch Barnett's probably the one that I think they're really missing uh, a lot in the middle. Um, I think um, it's, it's a loss for them because the depth around that middle forwards, uh, I, I would say, is kind of like the minute you get past um, Adam Tanua Blake. I mean, Bunty Alfors, he's been around a while, but um, Mitch Barnett's been showing some real good form in terms of his solidarity, his leadership. I've liked what I've seen from him. Um, they're, 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 they've got a few boys out. As we said, when... Um, uh, Tui Harris was out so the, ability, the, the beauty about the side is there's no there's no sort of um, X factor go to players that if you don't have them playing then oh no we're going to lose oh mm. what how are we going to how are we going to sh- uh, cover the shortfall of this guy um, if one goes out there's just another bloke there that um, you know they're, they're all uh, capable of getting getting on with it it, it doesn't de- destabilise their mentality mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So we've got Dylan Walker, we've got Freddie Lussack, they've been promoted to the starting lineup. Uh, Warriors fans will be stoked that Tohu Harris is returning from his knee injury. Uh, sort of two false starts. Uh, maybe some fans, we've got Edward Cossey and Marcelo Montoya, they've retained their spots on the wing, even though Dylan Watane Zelezniak is returning. Uh, just, just your thoughts and comments on that? I would have found a spot for Dylan uh, Watane Zelezniak in the side. Uh, no matter what, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a, been around a long time. He's played at the highest level. He's he's captain the Kiwis for goodness sake. Um, you'd you'd really have to just find the role. I think anyone else, if you're looking at the two wingers, would appreciate that. You've got Billy Army, who's who's shown a lot of um, um weakness in defence. Uh, he could have chucked him in there at the centre. Yeah, I, I would have found the role for him. Um, behind that, you know, look, uh, the, the side as good as any other side they've rolled out there. Um, they will miss uh, Wade Egan, I think, in the middle. He's been a real um, uh, fine for the Warriors. He stepped up this year well. Uh, as I said, Dylan Walker, he's, he's playing some good footy. He looks slightly out of the comfort zone, I think, at half, even though he's played there. That's not a bad spot for him, although I think a utility loose forward type ro- roaming role is uh, better for him. Whether they play him that way as a, as a pivot, well, we'll, we'll find out uh, about that. But... Um, Sean Johnson, he just has to find the consistency that everyone's been begging of him. He doesn't have to do anything spectacular, just uh, lead it around it, particularly now with the Dylan there. Adam's been your sort of go-to. Uh, Freddie Lassick, yeah, look, um, he's, he's not a bad uh, a bad replacement for um, uh, Wade, but it's going to really be those um, the other five forwards. Well, yeah, they're the, they're the boys that are going to make the... Um, are going to set the platform or at least stop the Cowboys when you, when you start looking at the Cowboys and you've got guys that are running out on the edge and Jeremiah Nanai might be a lot of um, Ali Latiki um, and then you've you know, with Luce Ford, Jason Tomololo, uh, Mitch Dunn, he, he goes, he, he's not a bad footballer and Reuben Cotter, obviously State of Origin, Cohen Hess, they're, they're, all, they're all capable footballers who haven't been hitting the ball very well. Mm. They're, they're, and they know, I don't think they're panicking about it and um, their coach will just be telling them, you know, they've just got to just be, um, find a, a comfort in their football. Once they find the comfort, um, they'll kick into gear. Richie Blackmore, my guest on the programme. Richie, one of the um, obvious weaknesses in this Warriors team have been the starts. Haven't got off to great starts. How does Andrew Webster change that? What do you do to get a team 
um, on song, get that concentration levels where they need to be in that first 10 minutes? Is it as simple as warm-up protocols? I mean, we, how do you get that shift? I don't look at it. I mean, that's what... It, listening to Andrew when he's talking footy, I, I do like his... Um, Footy brain has approach to the game, so I'm a credit to him there, and I do agree with him around trying to deal with it. In some cases, actually removing it out of the way because it's becoming more of a conscious uh, issue rather than a conscious um, fix. So yep. it's sort of like you, you know, the, the harder you try, the worse it becomes. So that sort of scenario, I think yep. he's so he's right in that sense. Um, they, they've really got to turn it around in another way. His approach was to obviously look at more of an 80 minute football. Um, he could probably chuck a couple of new things into that first 10, 15 minutes. But you know, you, you know, we're going to get off to a bad start. So it, it does happen. Um, the reality is it can happen two weeks in a row, and the, the, the harsh reality is it could happen three weeks in a row. The, the, the truth of it all is that these things happen anyway, and, and the, the sooner they can put it beside them and just look at all the positives that they're doing, and hopefully those positives drag out throughout the 80 minutes as opposed to trying to block it into the little blocks. Okay, we've got to get our first 20 minutes or our first 10 minutes, our first five hit-ups. Um, it's, there's too much intensity. Just all of a sudden now you're, you're trying to play uh, real clean, correct football. So before you know it, you're squeezing the ball too hard and then you knock it on and tackle two and then that's out the door. So that first five minutes that you spent all week trying to um, drill into that's lost and so where do you go from, from there? And so that's a sort of a stats focus and I think stats focus and this is this problem here could be a stats focus. We're trying to put it into a stats focus. Can derail um, what stuff they want to do and, and play. Because sometimes, even in the first minute, there's an opportunity to an off- do an offload. Naturally, you, you want your players to feel uh, the freedom of support to do that. And if that presents itself for a quick shift, well, do it. Don't be uh, burdened by, oh, no, we've got something because we don't want to give away a, 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 any football because they might score a try. And if they score a try, we get into a bad start. And, 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 look, and then we have to chase the, so the scoreboard. It, it, it just seems to spiraling out of control. So I, I think they've just got to let it go. So I'm, I'm agreeing with Andrew, Andrew there. Okay, look, just finally then, Richie, and you've gone into great depth and provided some brilliant analysis. So just in summation, we know this Cowboys team, top four last year. It's only a matter of time before they do click. The players are just too much quality. Yes, the Warriors have had the measure of them early on in the NRL. I think it was round two, possibly. How do they win this game tomorrow? What have they got to do, just in summation, to win this game tomorrow? You know what I'd like to do? In patches, because they have to chase the, they're chasing the scoreboards, where they've loosened up and relaxed a little bit as the offloads. I mean, Daz is just outstanding with it. And how he managed to do it, he needs to do a, maybe do some tutorials for the rest of them. In any case, the second phase football is, is damaging for any team when they put it on another team. Um, and because we don't, they don't have a, a raft of uh, factors. They they need to continue with that, but continue with that. And this is the whole um, sort of what is it? Is it an oxymoron? I'm not sure. But where you put it into the first 10, 15 minutes, don't be afraid to do it in the first yep. set if that's if an opportunity. There. You're going to play football. If we're going to lose the ball, if we're going to drop the ball because we are inevitably going to do that at some point in the game. Then let's do it on the intent to do to play some good football, not do it on the intent to try and lock up and secure football. I think once they get to that space in their game, this is, you know, you'll start to unlock a lot of, a lot more of the capabilities of the individuals throughout their side. 
Um, and then before we know it, you know, we're, we're now looking at them as sort of leaders in their positions uh, in the NRL, as opposed to at the moment going into this thing, when you look at their roster at the start of, start of the year, it was looking a little thin. They've, gone, they've done a lot of work to make themselves look like they're actually not a bad football team. And they are in their own individual rights, but as a squad, but you start to think it's a bit thin compared to if you look at the Cowboys, they need to find that confidence in their, and that, um, is it play? I don't know. It's a, a skill. We'll call it skill. Play is a little bit too loose. Richie Blackmore, brilliant analysis. Lovely to have you on the programme this afternoon. Greatly appreciated. Excellent. Thanks. Always look forward to a good chat of footy. Telephone number is 0800 150 811 if you want to discuss those thoughts there of Richie Blackmore.